Mate, well, I've been looking at a lot of TikTok motivators and they say, like, just before you hit big, it's the loneliest, where all the doubters say it's not going to work. And Dude, they go, that is fucking when... someone who's someone who's desperate enough that they're looking at TikTok motivators. Their audience is the bottom of the barrel, like rock bottom. They clearly need to change everything that they're doing. And they're saying, don't worry. If you are feeling completely hopeless, you're just about to break it big. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That no one understands your journey. You're moments away from the mother load. <laughs> Isolate yourself further <laughs> and there's a big payday coming. <laughs> Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Oh, yes. You said hello, dude. That's all I'd ever hoped for was that when I when I came online, you just acknowledge that I existed as a human. Previously, for a few months, you just wouldn't. You just didn't look up. And it was sort of like, you know, when you go into an old uh, hotel lobby in the country and they're so busy trying to work out where the keys are hooking, you run a ding, ding, you hear the door, ding, ding, as you walk in, and they don't look up. Yeah, you're a very you're a very needy man. You know when you wait for a minute and then they look up, I'll be with you in a sec. But they sometimes don't give you that. And then they look up and go, Hey, how can I help you? And I'm like, Don't pretend you weren't aware that you had the three minute wait. People are acutely aware of body language. You walk into their space, you're an hour out of the city, but they act like just gotta finish up uh, petty cash, reconcile, and then they look up and go, How can I help you? And that is a power move from a, a, a like a a weak power move. Is that delay? I actually. And think, what you know? What I, I think did? it's a very strong power move. Uh, I did it yesterday. I went into the chemist to get some um, chemotherapy shit, like for my skin because I got cancers on my face. Yeah. I walked in. The lady didn't acknowledge me, and then guess what I did? Ultimate move. I waited. And then when she said she was about to go, hey, how can I help you? I just walked out. <laughs> I just ignored her. I came in, hello. She ignored me. Then I waited for her to fiddle, help another person. And then she said, how can I help you? And I just turned and walked out. Damn. Power man. move. You we won. We can all do the power move. You won. How do you feel now, love? I pretended that you were a ghost. I win. And now I don't have my cancer treatment. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> Tying into the cancer treatment. Where's my GoFundMe? Nick Kappa's got a GoFundMe. I've got basal cell carcinomas. And guess what? Similar statistics to testicular cancer. <laughs> I need money for a wedding and a motorbike. <laughs> but I don't mention. I only mention on the pod for material. I haven't had anyone send me a lasagna or reach out to me and say, are you worried? I haven't gone and cried in my car and said, what if... What if I get someone pregnant against, even with a condom, a 99% chance? Do you know what I mean? Nine, we've spoken about it on the pod a lot, but they need to be rankings of diseases and there's certain diseases you and, and ailments and things that you shouldn't be able to do a GoFundMe. 
Um, it's cheeky. Well, yeah. I mean, it's sort of. I think it sort of comes down to your uh, your ability to to grift. You know, if you got a, you you should be grifting on your. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's you know the what cancer I, you've got? What's the thing? I could. I I could also say like. Ex- Hey, let's reach out for Andrew. Help get him housed and clothes. He's got a severe mental health thing. He's got basal cell carcinomas. We're just looking to raise four to five hundred grand just to get him the carer and the help that he needs to see see him in the later years of his life. So I can be sort of just get a mobility scooter and we just help him have a comfort comfortable last few years. That's what, what I'm looking for, and I think I deserve that. And if anyone had any empathy, I think that has a lot more merit than the uh, than the basal cell carcinoma. To be honest, yeah, the mental Dude, health not issues, much... not being home, that stuff you should be re- you should be <laughs> receiving financial assistance for. I should definitely be helped, but it's not that different to a Patreon because we know we're narcissists and we're going to make the content anyway. But suddenly we need eight dollars a month from you guys, but to justify. <laughs> and- and the truth is we'll always do it because our numbers are so poor now and there's no demand for what we're producing. We've, we've saturated the market. The more we've made, the less they've wanted it. Do you know what I mean? It's like uh, loads of cum in the back of a van. Like there's enough cum. People have had enough of the one-dimensional bullying and complaining about life. We get it. You don't like your life. Get on some meds. Get enjoying it. Sorry, guys. Sorry, it's one dimensional. Well, guess what? Fuckheads listening that don't share it with anyone. I'm trying some of these premises and they're working straight away on stage. So there's the market. They're getting claps from the domestic people, the housewives and the grifters and whoever the fuck comes to these shows. Pathetic. Dude, you know what's so good? I had a gig on um, Saturday and there was this fuckhead in the front that just arms crossed it with his wife. You could tell they hated each other. And he was annoying every comic, and a comic asked something about masturbate. Do you masturbate, sir? And he goes, no, never. <laughs> and then basically just lying, trying to be a tough boy. But then Jeremiah said I wasn't doing well, and I was like, who's the guy? You're the guy! They said you don't you masturbate and just unleashed. Mm. I'm like, it doesn't sound as funny now, <laughs> but he had some napkins. <laughs> and I'm like, you're prepped. You're armed and ready to get one off. You know, like you've already got the equipment. You're a serial masturbator, sir. He hated it. I loved it. No one liked it, really, but it was just a fucking great blowing off of steam and one of the joys of comedy because at the end of the day, the fact that people are coming to comedy and seeking a professional to try extract humour from these humourless turds, do you know what I mean? Like, we've spoken about it on the pod. It is insane to, to reach out for a professional. A lot of the people coming haven't smiled in 20 years, they're absolutely joyless. On the way there, they wouldn't have made one joke. They would go, what parking should we get? I'm not sure, Norma. Please try to have a good night tonight. It's been so long since I've seen you smile. And then I come out and go like, hey, so I've got cancer and I want to go for me. No laugh. And I'm like, look, Norma, when did you last smile? Basal cell carcinoma. Yeah. It says... Doctors can almost always cure basal cell skin cancer. No, it can transfer. 
It's the same percentage. No, no, it said it says it is extremely rare for basal cell cancer okay. to spread to another area of the body. People almost never die from this okay, type well, what's, of cancer. What, okay, <laughs> right, right, um, right. Chemotherapy for the skin. <laughs> I'm having chemotherapy right now. <laughs> chemotherapy for the skin. Yeah, but what version of chemotherapy? No, but type in chemotherapy. Topical. This is topical chemotherapy. Yeah, yeah. I've got. I'm, I'm going through chemo right you're now. Having, you're having chemo in a cream. You're rubbing it on like you've got athlete's foot, man. I have. I was going to tweet it, and I wanted to actually set it up and let everyone know on the pods. I'm currently going through chemotherapy treatment. <laughs> topical. <laughs> And if everyone wants to rally together and maybe we can do like dry July to raise money for me and I would like to buy a dirt bike to take my mind off my disease. Man, it's close to almost being a spray. Like you've almost got it in a can. You Dude, know? I've got I've got burning and sensation and I'm um, I'm spending a lot of time doing mindfulness and cliff faces. Reflecting over my life, yeah. And the moment I got the diagnosis, when did you, you know get what the happened? diagnosis? When did you get it? My life flashed before my eyes. When did you and get I was it? Just, when did this happen? I was in there, and I he wrenched over and he held my hand, and he goes, "Look, there's no easy way to say this. <laughs> you have basal cell carcinoma, and we're going to do a topical chemotherapy treatment." And I said, "You're lying." What's that mean, doctor? What's that mean? Does it mean a GoFundMe? Does it mean I can raise money? Does the GoFundMe? Okay, doctor, I'll be brave. How do I tell people? And they go, you don't really need to tell anyone. It's 100% survival rate. And I said, well, it would be remiss of me not to tell some of my closer friends with the idea that I might get a GoFundMe. I go, fuck yourself more like it, you fucking scumbags. <laughs> anyway, that was my story. Where, where is the bait? Uh, I don't know about the basal cells. Um, well, let's just say I always suspected something was up with my skin. <laughs> I had a feeling in my gut. And I'm intuitive, you know, retro, the, the moon's in retrograde or whatever the fuck they say, and I sense problems on the horizon. <laughs> and... I picked it. I'm go- I'm going through chemo, and you know what? I cannot wait to do my Melbourne Comedy Festival show on basal cell carcinoma. Oh, dude! And, and what's it called? Um, nothing. I'm going to call it nothing. Really matters. Andrew's journey, cancer journey. <laughs> nothing really. In the end, nothing really matters. Madonna, and it'll be Andrew. Andrew's uh, painful cancer journey. How I survived cancer. Really put the cancer in big letters. Guess what I come out to? I will survive. That's good, hey, man. Hey. I will survive, yeah. Da-na-na-na. I will survive. As long as I've got chemo treatment and a GoFundMe on my side. <laughs> I fought so hard to raise the money. I fought so hard to convince. I'm 35 grand. <laughs> 35 grand in the can. Oh, 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 oh. The pain I felt telling. I'm making like uh, uh, vlogs for my boys. Hey, boys. If you're seeing this, dad died from basal cell carcinoma. Hey, boys. I just wanted to say like you go strong. You get your chartered accountancy and you find 
gainful employment and you get yourself a nest on a mortgage and you pay that off, my lad, like we've done for generations. <laughs> Live on the end of the freeway and fucking earn a living. Survival. The re- five-year relative survival for basal cell carcinoma is 100%. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It is. Look at it, it says it here, man. On average... All the people diagnosed with basal no, cell no, carcinoma what, what about without are as likely to live at least five years as people yeah. in the general population. No, but, but look at without treatment. Without treatment. <laughs> you have non-melanoma skin cancer. Um, hey boys, am, there's a one in two hundred thousand chance that oh, well, there you go. That the topical cream didn't work. <laughs> I'm a cancer survivor, and you know what? Everyone, you know what? I've been bombing because no one believes these me. These cancers that- are difficult to keep track of. The information doesn't get reported because non-melanoma skin cancer is usually diagnosed and treated so easily. <laughs> no, look it up. Man. <laughs> Type in what's the survival rate of testicular cancer. Let's compare the data. It's 95%, man. No, it's not. It's 98. Let's compare the meerkat. I had a bit of creative lighter to 99. If it's if if it's treated and and thing, it's totally survivable. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. That's for it's 95 for testicular cancer that gets to the lymph nodes at the back of the abdomen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lymph nodes, dude, which is, it's metastasized or whatever they say. It's much worse. It's, it's a different type of cancer. In Australia, 98. it's 97. It's 97 in Australia, man. That's from 2022, from Cancer Australia. Okay. But it's a little less so, than, it's a little tiny bit less than 100. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? We all cry our tears for our, <laughs> and lament our, our situation. <laughs> I could have, maybe not. Got that diagnosed, and over 15 to 18 years, it could have metastasized <laughs> into my lymph. It doesn't metastasize. <laughs> it does, it can. It can That's no, a it risk. Doesn't. There's a slim it says chance. It's almost impossible. It, I've, <laughs> you know, I've read it up. It can transfer into the blood and get into the lymph. That's why they treat it. Otherwise, what are we doing? It's otherwise what you're saying. What do you mean? What, what are you doing, dude? You're putting a cream on. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what you're doing? You're rubbing, is? You're then, rubbing a lotion. In. Let me finish. So effectively, it's a moisturizer. Yeah. If there's no chance of it getting uh, cancer, then why am I doing chemotherapy? You know, it's you, effectively dude, it's not, uh, fucking you, sun cream, dude. That's it, man. You got you're mo- you didn't moisturize enough. Dude, what <laughs> you you're got, basically you, saying you're going you you're saying, to moisturize with chemo. How's the ruse? So this is your argument. There's no chance you can die from it. So effectively, I've just paid for chemotherapy on the skin for no reason. Chemotherapy on the skin. It's such a ridiculous statement. Dude, you've, you've gotten a Nivea lotion. And they're like, no, yeah. I've had topical chemotherapy, and you, dude. you'll be like, oh, I think I have cancer. And they're like, you might be right. Have this, have this moisturizer. Put it on. When I see other comics in Melbourne, I'm going to hug them. And go, thank God. Thank God you're here. I'll say, thank God you tweeted about that because that alerted me to go and get my skin checked and I've gone through the same journey. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, yeah, it's fucked up, dude. I said, for the first few days, I I was just numb. (laughs) I felt numb and I wasn't eating and I just couldn't sleep. I just stared at a ceiling fan and thought, where did it all go wrong? I will survive. Hey, hey. Anyway, whatever, dude. No wonder the bit doesn't work. But still, compare, um, compare 
I'm just saying, it's like we were saying me too should be ranked. So should cancers. Pussy cancer or big boy. Big boy <laughs> cancer. I don't know what we're talking about. What the fuck? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I didn't know that there were any uh, cancers that they just straight up said, yeah, it's 100% survival rate. <laughs> I reckon, no, no, but that's not right. You, you're like really bad researcher. I'm, dude, yeah, I'm well, looking, at, I'm looking at the Cancer Foundation. You're, you're, always, you're always on this website and you're like, you just like discredit me, but like I <laughs> can't access my phone right now. <laughs> To give you counter things. I've actually read up on this, so like you just run off on this bullshit narrative. But the truth Do you want is the citations. I can get into the Ronald McDonald uh, house. <laughs> no way you can get into Ronald McDonald House yes, with I can. basal cell carcinoma. I've been given a guy I've been given the wiggly cards. Oh, okay, this would be a good move, man. You go to into any chemotherapy clinic and you take up one of those chairs. And you start talking to the person next to you and they're like, you're talking to them about their cancer journey. And then you pull out your little tube of Nivea cream and you start rubbing that on your thigh. Dude, I you're have going, got a... Yeah, it's pretty hard. I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to get through I this. I got a My lifetime pass. Real worried. I have basal cell carcinoma. I'm, I'm entitled to <laughs> 10 visits to the Ronald McDonald house in the city. <laughs> I've got a car. I don't believe you. Really? Show me. Dude, it's actually the equivalent to going to jail for traffic <laughs> traffic violations. <laughs> you're, just, you're just such a mental that you just kept driving on a suspended license. And then they're like, you're in jail. And they go, what happened? And you go like, yeah, I just wouldn't pay my parking fines. I've had to do jail for three months. It sucks. I love the jumpsuit though. And you still, I'm still not going to pay them because no one beats me. But anyway, so... The journey <laughs> is a tough one. So most, it's just the quotes, man. The quotes on these websites are like, most people almost never die. <laughs> like, oh, they, well. <laughs> well. Why are they treating it then? <laughs> why are they selling me? A, it cost me $50 for my script. $50, man, it's a, it's a rot, man. Do you know what's so good about it? I researched uh, the chemo, the topical chemo that I'm using, and it's also meant to be great for sunspots. So I'm putting it everywhere. I'm putting it in other spots. Yeah, of course it is, man. Of course it is. I've got got it in other areas. (laughs) Dude, it's a a trick, man. They've been like, uh, it's like going in with bad breath, and they're like, we're going to give you special chemotherapy for your teeth. It's called Colgate. (laughs) You gotta rub it in every Dude, day. Dude, it's sort of like what I was saying with um, kids that are still getting braces when there's that um, plastic Invisalign. Invisalign. Like, mm. why are you drilling a full bridge structure to their mouth that cuts <laughs> their gums when you can just get like gum guards? And they're like, nah, not for kids. We're too invested. <laughs> they have to have a full bridge structure. And I'm like, I see kids at my kids' school, and I'm like, why the fuck? Did you get ripped off? Like, give him fucking Invisalign. Why the fuck does he have to get bullied? I, I see him as I tell my my son, take that prick's lunch. He's broken. <laughs> Kill him. It would have been good to demand uh, traditional chemotherapy for your basal cell carcinoma. Go through the whole thing, lose your hair. You're, oh, dude, <laughs> I've, I've done that in my early comedy. I'm like, I saw a guy, like, he looked better than he ever had. He's lost weight. He's looking healthy. I'm like... 
I'm signed me up. I want to lose some weight. You know, a beautiful way. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone I've seen it has lost weight. Mm. That is one of the, the hacky premises where you're in there and you're like, I said, where do I sign up? He's looking skinny. And then you're going, what? Too, too edgy for you? Why is no one laughing? I'm killing up here. That's, uh, that's uh, the stand-up journey. A stand-up's journey. But that would be some stolen valor, you know. That would be a you. I oh, do. You'd be in there for it. I just like the thought. It could be a whole curb episode where you're at the cancer clinic and you're just a neurotic that overreacts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and people just keep trying to explain you. It's a topical <laughs> moisturizer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he goes like, "Don't undermine my my trauma." You have several uh, specialists and, and therapists coming in oh, to sit dude. down and be like, "Mr. Wolf, this is I know. Look, it's it is." It's technically a cancer, but it's really not the same. <laughs> oh, dude, unbelievable. So you're, you're at the cancer clinic. You end up dating a woman who's actually got leukemia <laughs> and you're trauma bonding. She's crying. You're crying. And then she eventually finds your diagnosis and goes, Larry, I've looked it up. It's a basal cell carcinoma. Don't undermine my fucking disease. It's, we're, we're going through the same. It's still a carcinoma. And she goes, get out of here, you fucking... I sucked your dick because I thought we were going through the same trauma. And you're like, ah, you're a fucking... You're an elitist, a cancer elitist. We're all going through the same pain. Carcinoma is a word that they use uh, because telling someone that they have basal cell cancer is freaks them out too much. And oh, it's, dude, not ser- they, it's not serious enough to warrant the word cancer, so they go, it's a carcinoma. They always call it like a cyst, a cyst, a lump, a tumour. No one wants to say, basically what they should have said to me is, you're riddled with little cancers all over your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that doesn't imply a 100% survival. So they come back, you know, like they're not going, uh, oh, you have lung uh, carcinoma. Oh, yeah. They're not doing that because it's a serious but Dude, it's a sort of ranking thing because it's like if you're in Ronald McDonald, there is a ranking because someone with a really rare blood cancer outranks uh, a weak a week, like, um, well, well, breast cancer is quite bad, but I'm like, prostate's bad. I'm trying to think. Basal cell. Well, okay, prost- I'm saying prostate's you- not that bad. Like, prostate's one of the survivable ones. So I think you're right. There. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's to no you. basal so- cell, but it's, 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 <laughs> people make it through. But what I'm saying to you is, do you think there's, when you're, wait, you're lining up for the burgers, that there's sort of like in prison, there's a wow, like they've got the real deal, or it was all the same? If you're, if you're doing Make a Wish, are you giving the person with the uh, with the <laughs> even person with the lung cancer? They're getting a PlayStation Five. But yeah, the, pers- yeah. <laughs> the person with prostate cancer is. I mean, kids aren't getting prostate cancer, but you know oh, what dude, I mean. Unbelievable! So, like, one gets a new PlayStation Five, <laughs> the other one gets a, an older one from Marketplace, an old PS Four. <laughs> And he's going, how come this didn't come in the box? And we're like, yeah, we picked it up in Greenwood from a housewife. She's a single mum, sold it to us. We go, it doesn't, if, if you it, make sure to blow on the discs, because sometimes it's a bit uh, glitchy when you're loading up the, the games. Happy, make a wish, you pussy. There's a kid there and they're bringing through, like they're just trucking stuff in every day. And he's like, oh no, this isn't good. My, my outlook is really bad. There should be a ranking system. I think... Over 80% survival rate, 
Keep it to yourself. <laughs> and you don't get a GoFundMe. You have to be circling the drain. You have to be on death's door. You've got 20%. You know what? You probably had 20% of dying in the vehicle to the clinic. Just <laughs> yeah, so yeah, shut yeah. up and accept your mortality. Your ego will never have a legacy. I know you demand a legacy, but they're idiots now, and in a thousand years, they'll be idiots. Accept that there is no such thing as a legacy. Your basal cell carcinoma, you do have a higher chance of dying when you get in the car to drive to get your fucking Nivea lotion to treat Oh, dude. Imagine that. What a a fool's errand. I went to go get the thing, and because I was crying the whole drive there, I'm cleaned up by a school bus. And I'm like, what a what a thing! But it's because everyone, no one, every, no one wants to die, and they always think that they can achieve something on this earth mm. that will make them immortal. But the idiots now, even if you're ignored now, there is no legacy because even in a thousand years, they're still idiots. I was looking it up; it was a philosopher's theory. Someone smarter than me, but I'm saying to you, it, you cannot be immortal. Step away from your ego and just relax and ease back. Yeah, it's Ozymandias, man. Is it really? I like that one of um, pushing pushing a rock up a hill and then it rolls back on you. Oh, Pacifus. <laughs> Which is my personality. Yeah, Sisyphus, yeah. No, Ozymandias is that, uh, is that poem. Uh, that I met a traveller from an antique land who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert, near them on the sand, half sunk and shattered visage. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, in despair, but nothing remains. Oh, well, that's it. And, and basically, uh, it's idiots now, it's idiots later. It's irrelevant what they think of you. People are meaningless. But do you know what? The, you do worry about what people think of you because you know that pushing the rock uphill and going down? Sisyphus, yeah. We've set up a Patreon. Obviously, we had the rat. We had a, an, an exiting of the ship on Friday. <laughs> Friday night. I check every 15 minutes because I'm like, I compare it to Shane Gillis's pod. I'm like, he's got around 70,000 Patreons. I don't know what number we've got, but it's much lower. We had a 40% drop off in an hour. I'm like, did I, did I, did I finally say the N word? Did someone react to the, the Chinese accent? It's me yelling beep, 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 beep. Now I did the beeping for you. Beep. Is that what's causing it? Beep, 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 beep. On the boat. Beep, beep, beep. Get back to your cunt. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 So you're messaging me that on, uh, yeah, on the first of the month and you're freaking out and you're like, where's everyone gone? What did what we say? What do you mean, dude? And then, I, quite- and then I reply and I say, yeah, it's um, it's the payments. It's the payments being uh, processed it, through. Dude, it's still quite in quite insane to have 40% of your Patreon don't have $8 on their credit card. Yeah, but as the month goes on, the all of the ones that say decline, they start flipping over, man. Like, I'm looking oh, at well, them. Mate, what I'm thanking you... But you're you, freaking out and messaging me like, what's going on? What did we say? They hate us dude, now. It's still, it's still a very glowing indictment of the calibre of people listening to us <laughs> that don't have $4... <laughs> On their credit card, most of our listeners do not, at the end of the month, have $4. They can't get a stick of gum. They cannot get a box of condoms. They cannot make any good choices. They cannot get a topical cream for their basal cell carcinomas. They could die of this. I'm like, $4 has tripped up 
our herd. <laughs> the $4 entry free. We're like, hey, come. Come to our show. And they go, it costs $1 for parking. And I'm like, well, that there goes our whole order, our listenership. It costs $1 on the toll to come to the show. Wow, Sorry. Unless you can hire donkeys for us and we can come in and you can address us in an open lawn for free and hand us bread, you can never have a career. Wouldn't the move as uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation be to give the give everything really good to the kid with uh, blood cancer and then he's only got a couple of weeks and then that yeah. gets uh, reappropriated and then passed on to the children with uh, better prognosis. Oh, that's clever. And but also to be realistic, under like a fifty-fifty survival rate, I'm like that's a wasted memory, dude. Once you're dead, that's gone. It's much better that this boy <laughs> that's at eighty survival has it because we're it's a poor investment. Because I'm like, look, we we end up spending six grand to get you to Florida and Disney World. But I'm like, let's be honest, you're going to be dead in the air. It's a wasted investment. It's a poor... I'm like, look, I'm a, I'm a maths guy. I'm a finance yeah. guy. And yeah. I, I said, it's better that, that we invest. I mean, what I'm saying to you is on the top end, they should be dismissed. People like me at Ronald McDonald, I should wait in line. <laughs> but then if you're 1%, I'm like, well, it's over. Yeah, it's pointless. We're looking for good word of mouth. So people get a lot of... Uh, attention when they have a family member yeah. who's dying, you know? The parents of some eight-year-old kid who's got yeah, cancer, yeah. It, oh, we feel so bad for you, horror, what an awful story. But as soon as the kid's gone, no one's, like, talking to the parents yeah. anymore. That's They're done. I'd be so cynical. I'd say, like, look, I, I don't know back in the day, but I'd, whatever celebrity, Ralph Harris, I'd be like, I want him to pull the cord. I'm like, that's my, <laughs> my make-a-wish. I want, I want Michael, I want LeBron James... To push the pillow over my face <laughs> as I leave this world. I go, I am going to die. I don't want to go and shoot hoops with him. I want to see Michael Jordan push the, the, push, push the pillow down and kill me. <laughs> but if you're Do looking you know to I mean? spread your... Uh, yeah, if you're looking to spread the good word, you need kids who are living. Living kids. So the families will say, and we didn't think... We didn't, we didn't know if he was yeah. going to make it through with his 85% chance of survival. And then the Make-A-Wish Foundation showed up and they gave him that PS5 and his face lit up and I knew he'd have the strength to push on so he could play Spider-Man 2. Well, it's, it's actually very, it's a very counterintuitive business because you hope that this will placebo effect and inspire them to fight the disease. But then by default, if they do, if they are cured, they look like a scammy. Because they, you know, how sick were they? Because I thought Make-A-Wish Foundation stuff was only for kids who had no hope. I didn't... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the pass rate? Like, how how dire does your outlook need to be for Make-A-Wish Foundation to come in? Okay, look, I've suddenly realised, look, it's very good to give comfort to sick people. This is not (laughs) a good area we're in. I want to... I'm going to go down. Make a Wish Foundation requirements. What are the prerequisites to get your wish done? Do you know what I like so much? is these comedians I know that go to hospitals dressed as clowns. Their act cannot even get three people in in Melbourne, but they impose (laughs) their their awful ideas to dying people. (laughs) And I'm like, like, that's reverse Make a Wish. 
These people cannot get three people on a 10-show run in Melbourne are suddenly around traumatised, sick children dressed in a wig doing their version of improv. I'm like, stay away from the clinic. If you do not have, if you're not famous, don't go in and then think you're justifying your art. How bad are you when the only people you can perform to are sick people and you're in a wig and you're either John Wayne Gacy or you're a really hacky open mic comedian? You're either trying to molest them or it's the last bastion of the uncreative where poor tumour kids have to listen to your Bill Cosby joke. Hey, she's going sleepy. She's going sleepy. Get it? Get it? Huh? You got fucking Gallagher? Get it? Gar- the, uh, Gallagher and Carrot Top wannabes r- traumatising patients. You pull back on Make-A-Wish, but you go after the people who are doing Starlight Foundation. Oh, dude. Well, like, what I'm saying to you by design, it's poor, hack, substandard <laughs> comedians. <laughs> Imposing their mediocrity onto people with only a few days left on this planet. They've got to watch the festival show no one wanted. <laughs> Fuck off. The festival show that the world didn't ask for is now imposed on three leukemia kids. <laughs> Fuck you. You narcissistic can't. Okay, whatever. No, Starlight Foundation's pretty good, man. They go in and cheer up the sick kids. Oh, dude, I love it. Well, you called it Starlight, but I do know that there's a lot of hack comics. I know that that uh, frequent the hospital all the time, bringing their mediocrity into this uh, really sad situation. It's a job. Like it's not a it's not a make a wish. It's like a it's a job where they have to they go in and they spend time with the sick kids. They juggle for them and stuff. Dude, I'd love it if you had a cynical kid and. And he goes, why are you trying so hard? You're, you're needier than I am, and I'm dying. <laughs> Make-A-Wish grants wishes to children experiencing a life-threatening condition or illness. We accept all applications for life-threatening medical conditions, including, but not restricted to, leukemia and other childhood cancers, cystic fibrosis, certain parts oh, of Oh, they do rank them. Yeah, they so do. So your base of cell can't get them. And what age are you cut off? Uh, 18. So, so you're seven, if you're 17 and a half, you can't. You click over, you're 18, you're out. And then you're basically, then, uh, then you're Jerry Seinfeld's problem. This is the true uh, eligibility criteria. Your child's treating medical specialist has the final say on your medical eligibility and must approve the application. So your kid's doctor has to go, this is serious enough for a make-a-wish. Which, honestly, is probably the worst diagnosis that you get when you come in with your kid and he's on the phone to make-a-wish going, hey, I got one. (laughs) Dude, it depends how mature they are. I think if they're sexually active, they're out. (laughs) I think if if you're sexually active, you can't get a -a make-a-wish. If you sucked a dick on a wharf, you cannot get flown to Disneyland. (laughs) <laughs> and hang out with fucking Pluto or whatever his name is. Am I wrong? If you've had an STD, you should not be getting a Macintosh through the post. Uh, and the additional yeah. criteria, in fairness to the many hundreds of sick kids who apply each year, a child who has previously received a wish from us or any other wish-granting organisation in Australia or overseas is not eligible. Unbelievable. So p- probably the worst scenario ever... You've had cancer and then you've got, now you've got AIDS from, uh, <laughs> from an STI on the wall or whatever. No, but I'm saying you've got two terminal diseases yeah. and they go, sorry, 
you've already had your Disneyland adventure. <laughs> it's quite like, funny that you survive the first one. You get to do the wonderful thing, and the wonderful thing is what brings you through. Like you're you're eight years old. You th- you're yeah. worried about dying. They send you off to uh, to meet the stars at Hollywood, and yeah. you're on the set and getting hugged by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and then you you, you battle through. And you're like, damn, it's all thanks to Make-A-Wish. And then a couple years later, you're back in there and they're like, I'm so sorry, but you've already had your wish. You're like, fuck this. I'm just going to die. Mean, <laughs> sorry, dude, you're double dipping. And I'm like, <laughs> leukemia. And now I've got Hobson's disease, a very rare other disease. I'm the sickest of all people in here. And we're like, you've had your Happy Meal. You've had your fucking Starlight fucking mediocre festival show. And now you've had your Make-A-Wish. Get the, hit the bricks, sicky, sick boy. Now you die in the street. We've had enough. <laughs> Dude, unbelievable to think of when I'm f- running through the names of the hacks that go down to the hospitals. <laughs> sick, <laughs> sick cunts. <laughs> Doing their, their tired pullback and reveals. Pull my finger. And they fart. Weak dad jokes. Oh, my Lord. If I had been in that hospital, do you know what I mean? My make-a-wish would be one day without Starlight in the in the complex. Oh, dude, this is my dream. This is so get, unnecessarily cruel. Uh, my dream would be to take someone that's been performing, you know, the clown, and to get him to do a theatre, to do a disinterested group. As I sit and watch, see, I told you, he's talentless. No one's laughed. Why must I have it? I, I have jelly and this dickhead every day on my deathbed. Fuck off. Anyway, maybe a bit harsh. Good on the Starlight Foundation. <laughs> this is how we lose Patreons. Fuck! You just can't what are you talking, anything. What are you talking about, man? You're messaging me like, oh, I don't know what we've said. And I'm like, man, it's it's literally the payment processing. And you're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then a moment later, I get another message that says, but, man, it might not be the payment processing. <laughs> Your intrusive <laughs> thoughts don't let you take any I rational answer. I don't think answer. it is. <laughs> I still don't believe it was. <laughs> Well, if it's not, if it's not, then we have had the largest upsurge uh, in the last three days of patrons of all time because we've gone from like 40 back to 56. That's fucking huge. Dude, the numbers are so poor. Like, why don't people just sign on and give us out their money? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sick of having to record and do all this effort. Direct debit your money. So I can use it. <laughs> that's that's our new bitch. <laughs> fucking go fund me. I've got cancer. Okay? <laughs> fucking go fund me. It's not even Patreon. It's to give a dying boy his last wish, which is to be obnoxious with cash. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Oh, dude, it was funny seeing like it that monetizing thing, and it's always when the the you jump the shark is when you start talking about 
the deliberate of like, how do we create a funnel to get more audience? What's our Patreon? And I saw the best one. It was uh, yeah. Gillis. Because uh, I've never heard you use the word funnel before, but about three weeks ago, I, every message I got from you is about funnel. I said, we have no funnel. And it was one of the most shameful bits with uh, the Shane Gillis pod because he had um, Louis C.K. on and then he had to read an ad. He was reading ads and then they were going, we're going to move across to the Patreon. And Louis was like, what are you doing? Like, you came to my house. I'm giving you this, and now you're like, you. I, he has to sit there where going Ray Bans are one of the best sunglasses <laughs> you ever have, and go like he goes. You're you're reading ads and then also doing Patreon. He goes, oh, you guys are fucking. Gra-. And, and Shane was like, what the fuck are we doing? Why'd we do this? And it's jumping at the shark. I'm on here begging, going, just go find me. I don't want to work. I'm like, I don't want to create, but I don't want to work. And I'm like. I'm, we're doing the worst because every week I'm basically begging like mm. a homeless man with a cup. <laughs> I'm looking at the charts. They're going down. We've halved our listenership. We had a little brief pop thanks to Matt and Shane. That's it. But not enough. Someone has to marry Shane. We've got to get in there. <laughs> I've got to get injured and then send a photo of me in a coma. And go, please, dude, shout us out on your pod. We need numbers. <laughs> and he finds out I'm wearing a fake neck brace, wandering around saying I was hit by a van. I've got to do a fake GoFundMe with better comics and go, Wolfie's in a coma. <laughs> and get them all to shout me out on their pods. And they go, but look, the hard thing is no one wants to listen to your fucking pod. I'm like, I don't care. I, we're trying our best. We don't have any premises. We don't have ideas. We want money. Not everyone's as fucking funny as you guys, okay? You've got all these ideas. We don't have anything. We're still entitled to live our creative dream just because we don't have premises. This breeds the best creativity. Well, it's very hard for us because we're trying to be creative, but we don't have premises or creativity. But we want to be the starlight foundation of the podcast world. Where it's more like it's forced on you. Which is pretty much commercial TV. It's Starlight Creatives. Yeah. Isn't it? Because you sort of, you don't really pick it. It's just, it's like door-to-door sales with vulnerable pensioners because it just comes on on Channel 9 and then there's just someone's uh, doing a panel quiz and they're too old to change channels. And then they, they get sold Lucas 8 and it's like, it's equivalent to just rattling their door and selling them Foxtel. Like you're just forcing... <laughs> They don't know how to change. And they're like, why are we watching this? Who is this cunt? A cooking show. I can't get off. And it's like, I don't know how to download. They should be listening to our pod, besmirching the Starlight Foundation. Great content. <laughs> yeah, anyway, who cares? So what, what I'm saying is any anyone that gets desperate and self-aware and needy for money it's not doing the business. What we've spoken about on the pod, and it's what you were saying, true creativity comes from complete suffering with no hope. Well, generally, adversity breeds the creativity, but for you, the adversity seems to breed uh, a desire to research funnel marketing techniques. Well, dude, this is what's funny, because <laughs> when we had that pod where the money's going better, I become joyous, and it's not as... Basically, someone gave me feedback, this pod's just bullying and complaints. Who, like it is. who gave you that feedback? 
some asshole complaining to me. I'm like, what do you know better? <laughs> you're complaining to me about my complaining. I'm like, you're the worst. You're the fucking completing the circle. <laughs> nah, yeah. we're never naming shame, but the feedback <laughs> is not good. People are saying, I'm struggling to keep up. You need to ease back on these. No one asked for this many pods. <laughs> There's no market. It is interesting that uh, whatever whatever new goalpost you set, where it's like we need to do, we need to be doing them weekly, or we need to be doing them two weekly, and then it becomes we need we need videos, we need to be doing three weekly, we need to be doing uh, four weekly video pods. We need figurines of like bobbleheads yeah, of both of us that we sell. Whatever it is, is is always it's a, always a scheme. It's a scheme for a. Oh, new- it's always a scheme to get money. But you know what the thing is, if the funnel doesn't pay off immediate liquid, and uh, I'm angry, I never have persistence. I'm like, okay, look, we've done it for three weeks. Where the fuck's the Lamborghini, man? Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to keep working, banging into the void. I'm like, fucking these numbers have meant to go on up eight x. <laughs> We do need a funnel, dude. We need to go. We need a funnel. <laughs> I've never heard you say the word funnel before. We were doing pods weekly, and then suddenly you're all about it, man. It's like being back in fucking SEO marketing for property companies. All all the good pods have funnels. <laughs> funnel, but um, you look so gloomy. It's <laughs> oh, dude, it's just um. You shouldn't be allowed to look at any numbers. It really... Uh... No, but you know what? The pressure of being at my folks' house, like, the belief has dropped away. They're like, this is not working. They just... Everyone wants me back in the nine to five. What, what's that song? Damn, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Working nine to five. <laughs> you know, m- making a living. They want me to go back to the old model that almost killed me. Andrew, when is your next show? We'd love to come and see it. We really, we really enjoy what you're doing Dude. on stage. They want them back in the funnel, and I'm like, the funnel fails. That's the the worst of all the funnels, the nine-to-five slave cage. No, Andrew, you cannot give up on your dreams. We don't. Your mother and I don't mind how long you live here, just as long as you don't stop dreaming. That's what we, well, that's what we wanted for you when we left South Africa. We wanted you to dream, dream big and achieve those things. Ah, uh, well, mate, well, I've been looking at a lot of TikTok motivators, and they say, like, just before you hit big... It's the loneliest where all the doubters <laughs> say it's not going to work. And Dude, they go, that is fucking, when... Someone who's, someone who's desperate enough that they're looking at TikTok motivators, these people know like, their audience. Their audience is the bottom of the barrel, like rock bottom. They clearly need to change everything that they're doing. And they're saying, don't worry. If you are feeling completely hopeless, you're just about to break it big. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That no one understands your journey. You're moments away from the mother load. <laughs> Isolate yourself further <laughs> and there's a big payday coming. <laughs> 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 ah, ah, it's so good, dude. <laughs> so good. What a way to prey on vulnerable people. Dude, I had to, I had to do an interview this week. For Comedy Lounge, one of the worst things that you can do, an earnest, earnest interview about your process. <laughs> yeah. You cannot actually just do it. I ended up just talking about Bill Cosby and I was saying that he was um, 
spiking those women to simulate what it's like having sex with his wife, who was like a fucking stuff. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm avoiding the questions because I don't want to be in there going like, when I'm being creative, I'm working, I'm flowing. It's a bit of marijuana, a bit of thought. You see things, you move things. I just go like, just say horrific shit so you still get paid and they can't use the interview. Then they gave me a hot sauce and I I let snots run out my nose. They gave you a hot sauce? What do you mean? Well, it was like hot ones. I'm like, are we actually copping hot ones? They gave me the sauce and I I started just like spitting and foaming so that they couldn't use that footage either. It's not running down. At, but if they do use it, I'm cooked because I've got a Bill Cosby bit and then I've, I'm spit repeatedly on the floor like a llama. Blah, 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 and I'm like, it's awful. And I, but I always hope, what I've found is if you're not, if you want to get the money, you just go cookie, go, too cooked for yeah. TV. So they go, hey, look. Bad news, Andrew, we can't use any of their interview. And I'm like, well, that's a surprise because that wasn't the plan in the beginning. <laughs> that, that wasn't my plan to just get $100 by, and then say shit that I knew you'd eventually go, and, I don't feel comfortable uploading this on our main feed. <laughs> but anyway, dude, how many years left until humanity explodes? <laughs> when does this end? It's never going to end, man. That's my... That's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is, uh, uh, oh, because my dad told me I was going to go to hell for something when I was talking to him last week. Did you? And then I said, Dad, if there's a hell, this is fucking it. Like, there's not, what are they going to, how are they going to make this worse, you know? Like, what could be worse than this? As I always say, like, if this was a simulation, this game would not be bought. Like, 90% of your time working in an office to buy a cage near your boss and I'm like, no one's <laughs> downloading this game of Lemmings. It sucks. Everything about this game. Can you see this at EB Sports, EB Games? Yeah, no. People going, hey, there's, there's this game, like, you just sit in an office tapping and then everyone buys shit and think it's good and then you die. And you, you keep showing people shiny shit and going, I got a shiny car. I got a bigger house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just actually, it is hell. It is hell, man. And the... And you know what the worst is? If you can remember the past, it starts looping on you. The cliche comments start looping and you're like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. Like, like when you're at the cafe where, you know, even the little jokes, now that you've made me aware of the jokes, I hold up three cards today to the lady. And she goes, whoa. And I go, rich, rich, rich. She goes, three <laughs> cards. And I go, and then I go, no, I need three cards to make the full payment. I've got to tap all of them. <laughs> And then we all laugh hysterically. Three to afford a coffee. <laughs> and then I'm like, this sucks. This life sucks. People say you can't know the future. What, is, what does the future hold? I know exactly what the future holds. The same thing is going to happen that's happened the last 31 years of my life. Oh, dude. It's never ending. It's a, it's a circle. It's a big circle. I'm going to continue to make the same mistakes. Uh, I'm going to invite the same people into my life and experience the same problems. Oh, dude, 100%. It was looking at the pharmacy lady. She's going to work there for another 20 years. Then they're going to surprise her on her final day and the butcher will be in and the stupid baker and they'll go like, and they'll hand her a golden pen or whatever the fuck. She'll burst into tears. They've made one of those fucking powder cakes that they bought from Coles and then they'll remiss, re, uh, talk about the time the, the shoe cobbler 
Uh, fucking double, double Dude, pasta Dude, what fucking Oliver Twist world are you going to the pharmacy in? <laughs> no, but this is what I imagined her thing. And then she'd be like, thank you so much. I loved working here every day. And then she'll drive off and she'll become anonymous and live in a, her little cage. And then eventually be buried. And I'm like, just, I, it's just hard to motivate yourself when everything's so derivative. Yeah. I want, I want it. And it was our argument before, right? That Elon sees it as infinite. And then people that are like vegans and environmentalists see it as a finite closed system. Yeah. If you don't believe it's a closed system, then you're like, burn it all. Destroy it all. We'll go to uh, the, the fifth dimension, which is my mindset. That's why I treat people like shit because I'm like, we're moving to AI. These people are irrelevant. They're obsolete. Just shove her on the road. We're going to the fourth dimension soon. But it's not really going to probably happen in my life. And it ends up meaning that I'm quite rude to the chemist. And she's a real person. And I always just think, well, when I'm in uh, Pluton, it's not going to matter what I did at Chemist Mart. Mm. But I really need to be more... Uh, conceal my cynicism uh, to the simulation because it's actually upsetting people the way I'm just so dismissive of it now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just treating them like all non-playable characters, just walk past. Yeah. Just, do you know what I mean? Just walk in a room, fart, and not say anything. <laughs> Whatever. Because no matter how much, like all, all insight that I gain uh, and like understanding of myself like the only the only real understanding is that I uh, I do not possess the ability to make any substantial change or fix any 100%. real problem. Hundred percent. All you become aware of is your limited potential, your mediocrity, and the fact that your ego was concealing it from you the whole time. That you are worthless. Mm. That you don't have potential, and that you are just more of the same coding. More of the same shit in the simulation. And even if you make a few little blips. You know, and you get some Patreons and a GoFundMe. You're still fundamentally a leech. I don't think anyone, like, aside from a very few, uh, like, great thinkers, which is, you know, an absolute genetic anomaly, uh, most people who are successful, it is just luck of the draw. Dude, 100%, and that's that's what we always said, because... I always said it. They go, oh, I've got imposter syndrome. And I'm like... You should right, have imposter syndrome. So should you, because I said, I've seen your music. And uh, <laughs> you're singing about a gypsy whore running down the... Oh, my gypsy, my Galway girl, my Galway girl. I'm like, yeah, you are mediocre, dude. That tune is from the original Tari game that you fucking subconsciously, subliminally stole. But you know what I mean? Like, it's well, not that dude, good. 70 years and the greatest... Most successful music partnership is still Lennon McCartney, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like they did it in the 60s and for a fucking like seven, eight year period or whatever it was. Oh, dude. And it's been 70 years and it's still. And they still don't say it's better. And this this is the greatest band of all time, but they do have a song. We all live on a yellow submarine. (laughs) No, but you would think that there would be a new. Like someone uh, 10 years later would pop up and they'd be like, right, oh, now this is the greatest music partnership of all time, like the most successful, best-selling. No, but you'd also think you'd also think that they would be judged on their failures as well. Like we all live on a yellow submarine for children. And I mean, like, look, they had a few good songs, but what I'm saying to you is 
picking out through all their records, maybe 10. I don't know if the numbers are right, but I'm saying to you, there's garbage in there yeah. as well. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. But, that's the, but that, you know, this is the Seinfeld isn't funny uh, trope that you're experiencing right now. Yeah, but it's not Because the impressive... What? No, the show, the show. Oh, yeah, I love Seinfeld, I know, show. I know, but people... But only like Laurie David. Thought, I only like David. I don't like the Seinfeld thing. He, he's, he's copied David. He copied David's personality. <laughs> copied it it's he wrote the show look anyway my point is my point is yeah like it's impressive that they have tomorrow never knows because they have hard uh or eight days a week you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's, it's impressive because they invented so much of uh or or created so much no one seems to get worried now right he's doing a concert and his voice is gone and he's probably got a shaky voice and screeches <laughs> like a cat. And they still regard him as a genius. And I'm like, yeah. if this guy was busking at a market, he, p- police would come and check, do you have a license or you need to move on? Because you sound like a cat screeching. Yeah, because what, what happened after it was like wings? He did wings. Dude, I don't that know any is the question. wings song. That is the question. Do you have to keep creating to be the genius or can you just have that little window and now he basks in the glory because it was like that you know the rolling stone doesn't gather moss what's that fucking artist the rolling stones no no not the rolling stones <laughs> but i'm saying uh d- was it dylan dylan yeah. bob dylan he like said rolling stone he he doesn't remember and we've said this on the pod before that he doesn't know the guy that created that. And that's why he's beyond it. That's why he's a genius because he doesn't have the ego. He said that was a moment in time blessed on him by the uh, shared consciousness. And he said he is not that guy anymore. He's an average guy and that just lives and enjoys the music as much as they do. He mm. says, now I'm like a pensioner. I get the mail. I go to the chemist, talk to the chemist warehouse lady. But I'm saying like what insight that he, he doesn't actually uh, – masturbate into his own legacy like like uh, paul mccartney does or whatever that fuck face is what's his name (laughs) mccartney yeah mccartney's in there and i'm like he's still going like we all live on a yellow (laughs) submarine i'm like the fact that they produced that and that look what i'm saying to you it's hit and miss they threw darts at a wall some hit some failed that's not genius yellow submarine still hit though yeah, 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 yeah. Look, but it was a, and it's good. Look, they did a myriad of things. But I'm saying to you, you should not have any bad songs if you're the true genius. <laughs> man, Bob Dylan with, uh, from Mr. Tambourine, man. Hey, Mr. Tambourine. Lay, lady, lay. The funniest yeah, yeah. dichotomy of voices. <laughs> no, but do you know what I'm saying to you? Is if you're a true genius, like Mozart, I think, like, all his stuff was good. These guys are taking shots at pop hits. What about the uh, the Mozart? These, these people are taking hits at pop hits, and they're like, okay, let's sing about the Galway girl. Oh, that's gone off. My Galway girl. And then they go like, pink, pink, pinky biscuits. Oh, that didn't work. I'm like, trial and error, creatively, I don't like. I want it all to work, to be genius status. So what we've effectively said is the Beatles are bugs. More like the bugs. <laughs> Just straight bugs. Bug, bug bear, bug up my ass. Mozart did, uh, did compose uh, a song, Lick Me in the Ass in B-flat major. That was a, That's that was great. a big one of his. That's my favourite one. Mozart <laughs> shat in tune. He would fart out melodies. He, when, he, when he took a dump in the morning, it was in beat. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Da, 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 da. That's not, that's Beethoven. That's so good. Da, 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 da. Whatever, dude. Anyway, whatever. The Beatles are great. Yeah, we should have another pairing. Maybe it's Elon Musk and Jobs using AI to create perfect music that the dogs can whistle to. <laughs> the perfect sound. Because do- uh, humans love sounds, don't we? It's like a dog hearing another howl. Oh, that makes me feel comforted. Wait, do you not find it funny that melodies create a visual reaction to a human? Like you can almost... You play a Pied Piper and kids will follow you out of the town. That You can play music in a car and people are crying. And I'm like, you don't think we're a weird, pathetic little thing that you can hear? Or like a wedding sound and you get emotional. I'm like, that's, that's, that's so lame. I don't react to any music. It's childish. Music's for kids. I think it's good, man. I think it's good that you can baby. play something. Fucking baby listening to something in your car, getting emotional. Just have dead silence. White what, sound. Dude, no, no way, man. This is it's like uh it's like being able to hypnotize a chicken, right? Like you could take a chicken yeah. and you can uh like move its head around and then rub its face in the dirt and then it's hypnotized. It's fucked. So why not have the same thing for people? It seems good it seems good to have a cheat code. It's so out of body when you see a concert. And people have got tears down their face, and they're all moving in rhythm, like like you like a, a snake charmer, yeah. to, to, or making a dog like and all the dogs like a dog whistle. Yeah. It's fucking crazy that you can be at that um, that chick. What's her name? Fucking what's her name? Avril Lavigne. Nah, nah. <laughs> what's the one where they actually had an earthquake when she was playing? Adele. It's not Adele. That, that's a weight joke. <laughs> It's that other one, the blonde oh, one. Oh no, man! Who are you talking about? Blonde I've named singer. the two biggest singers of the last hundred years. Okay, anyway, yeah. the blonde singer that they had the concert in Australia Avril recently, Levine. and people people couldn't get tickets. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Oh, Swifties! <laughs> she's pulling a Swiftie on all of us. She's making. She's actually getting tremors. Because we, as dogs, they hear the dog whistle and there's just thousands of people going, but that's what comedy is. That's what it all is. And I'm like, unplug. Just listen to white noise like I do. I listen to white noise and get no reaction and I deprogram myself. (laughs) You don't deprogram yourself. You're on TikTok looking at influencers going, don't worry, man. It feels like the bottom, but you're just about to reach the top. And you're going, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to dominate this funnel. It's going to be the biggest fucking funnel that anyone's ever seen. I want to, I want to do a concert like Taylor Swift, 50,000 people, sounds of the womb. And it's just sounds that you'd get in a uterus, just triggering people back to their pre-birth <laughs> self. <laughs> and they go, fuck, that was good, dude. It was like the Inception story. I remember being self-designing. I remember self-dividing. I went to the concert. We connected. We felt pre-cum. I felt like I was pre-cum existence. That's music, dude. The sound of the womb, sound of the uterus on high pitch and everyone hugging each other pre-cum existence. That's what I want. I mean, some people would argue That's what I want for my scalp tickets is all I'm saying. Some people would argue that the heartbeat sound from Dark Side of the Moon is a is a womb sound that people... Oh, I love that. Uh, that that resonates a lot with me. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's probably why people 
enjoy that part of the album. Yeah, that guy so... was good. That's my favorite bit, dude. And that's what I'm saying to you. I hate when they interrupt it. I like that. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. We don't need now. Shut up. That's a different Just album. But th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's good enough. It's good. It is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if I was accurate. Then, then I would lose some of the, the riff if I actually got it correct. You know that blonde <laughs> chick that causes earthquakes with the concerts? Imagine if I said, Avril Lavigne, she's a beautiful thing. It, would, it wouldn't be as good. You've got to be clamoring for the facts because you're a moron <laughs> sniffing around trying to find angles. Sniffy, sniffy, sniffy. But, dude, could they be a concert? White noise and womb sounds. Yeah. The womb tang tang. Womb the Womb Tang Clan. Womb Tang. Womb Tang. Womb Tang Clan. Womb Tang Clan. Womb Tang Clan. Womb Tang Clan coming at ya. And you go like, boo 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 That's your, and they got the sound of the jack off. Uh, uh, cells percolating. Cells percolating. Just sounds. I mean, isn't all art really just uh, like manipulating, uh, manipulating emotions in that way, and then to a yeah, hundred percent on a grand moving vibrations on a grander scale. All things uh, like they're all leveraging uh, human behavior patterns, right? Dude, it's so obvious. All it is is uh, playing around with resonance and vibration patterns. There's no humor. There's no music. Uh, the, these cells respond to certain resonance. Mm-hmm. So, like, even Jerry Seinfeld is just playing with cell chemistry and changing the reverberations to elicit reactions and chemicals. So I'm like, when he's doing it and he goes, oh, I'm talking about airlines, he's just making... But then would you prefer to... Because, I mean, surely you're not saying that you would prefer to not have... Uh, the ability to no, dude, trick I, yourself. I would, it's like, like, it's like being like, I don't. Well, there shouldn't be any hot dogs. They're too yummy. I don't no, like dude, it. Just eat, I want why to, don't I just eat soylent green? Just have a sludge. I just want all the artifice removed. I want to go on stage like a bat and just transmit radio signals to elicit the reaction. Beep 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 beep. beep, beep, beep. Ultrasound, and they go. That's your movie and your music and your comedy. And they go, I love that, dude. Yeah. That's Look, like music. That- that's like sex. And I've done it. And I'm just I'm just interacting with the cells. And then they go, this guy is playing the simulation like Mozart. He's playing the simulation. He just comes out. He's blind. I've got blindfolded. And I just make weird sounds with my lips that elicit reactions. And people are like, like sonar, sonar. And then people are like, oh, it's like watching a movie. Man. I get I get what you mean. I get what you mean. The the flaw that I see, which is really obvious, which I think you should be explored further, is that it's, this is what music is. You're saying like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they're this is what they're doing now. It's what they've been doing yeah, for yeah. hundreds of years. Except you uh, you like you cannot remove the artifice from it. You can't take away the singing or no, the melody I, or whatever. I don't want the instrument. No, I no, want but it, like, that's what I'm saying. Piper. I'm saying that the thing that you're talking about exists and it is music. You're saying that, like I should be up there just going but no one wants no, to listen to that. I'm above it because I do white sound. You know but that wait, analogy. But why that, is that above it? We've got a like we have a working model for it. It's amazing that we have this working model. You know the Pied Piper's tale where he, he has the fiddle and he, he lures the children yeah. of the town. Yeah. You know the adults don't follow that music. I'm one of the adults that sees it for what it is. 
Everyone else going to the Taylor Swift is following. They're the children. And that's the warning message. And what I want is I want it to get down to just the sound of car, like, beeping. Beep, 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 beep. Like, um, what's it called? uh, Where you, you... What's it called? Uh, it's not Braille. It's that fucking SOS. Oh, beep, Morse. Beep, beep. Morse code. I, I think the ultimate band would just be Morse code. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep, beep, beep. You don't need all this lighty da violins and but extra you, shit. But you do. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm you just need the sound of cells. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that you... Uh, we're, we already have the ability to manipulate large groups of people with uh, with sounds, and it's pretty yeah. fucking crazy that we can. Oh, <laughs> dude, but you know what you could do? You could just use electrical things and just make the cells react the same way. It would be good to take a, uh, like, an electrical, what is it, an ECT, like electroconvulsive yeah. therapy clinic, and uh, modify that so the people who are coming through you're Dude, hooking that's up. That's what I'm t- pointing for. That's what that's what I'm pushing about. I'm like, you I know what you're saying. What you're, what you're essentially saying is, I would love to be able to play an instrument. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I don't possess true. the ability to play an instrument. And if I could, I would use it to manipulate people's emotions. No, I'm saying I just want it to be electrical stimulate rather than having my Galway girl over the top or yellow submarine. <laughs> I just want there to be plugged in, plug my arts into the into a socket and then pump electricity in me that elicits the same reaction as I know uh, I know what you're saying you're saying I want it to be no effort I I wish I could play an instrument I don't want I don't want any human touch or intervention I'm like plug me into a fucking uh, system and then resonate do the resonance of my cells to elicit the response so personally for you you think it would be beneficial if you had that uh, if you had I'd love it yeah so so what you kind of need is is electroconvulsive therapy I want electric I want basically uh, a lobotomy and electro <laughs> therapy I don't want music it's fucking remedial I want to be electric shock the same feeling that you get from a Taylor Swift concert without the, without her having to be the gatekeeper. Oh, the gatekeeper. She's got to do the resonance. <laughs> oh, she's a genius. I'm like, just make the cells slow down and vibrate at this frequency and then the dopamine gets released. Yeah. We don't need to have Ed fucking Sheeran singing Galway Girl to get the dog whistle at the right resonance. But you can, we can have it. You you can listen to music and feel something, right? You're not one of these creepy yeah, people. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's only the vibrations that make you I know, you I know. Feel. But I'm asking you. I'm just asking you. Is not, not, not as uh, not strictly no, related. I don't feel it. I, I well, this is one thing I know. I don't really listen to the words because <laughs> I, I find them patronising. I only <laughs> listen to the sounds and the vibrations. Bam, 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 bam. Because I think the creepiest people that I've ever met are ones who have told me that they do not enjoy listening to music or... Yeah, yeah, that's me, man. I think it's for children. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fun premise. I know, it's so I know. funny when... Pe- I know it's a fun premise. I, I think we've explored it's it. So I just want to check it's so funny that when, you're when, not when one someone, of those psychos. No, no, I love music. I, I'm a dog. I respond to the whistle. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm curious Everyone about. Everyone responds to the whistle, but I do like when people say, what's your favourite band? And I said, I find music, like, childish. <laughs> Fucking what are you, the Wiggles? I'm like, grow up. Get a pair of balls. Stop being so emotional, you pussy. But you have met people in your life who have been like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. I don't really listen to anything, right? Have you met no, those No, but people? I am like that. But uh, well, my, my mate, when I lived in London, yeah. still my mate, 
but he'd play really good music. But I, I never really worked out what it, they were singing about or what the band was, but the resonances would elicit reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have met those people in your life who you've gone to. I hate music. Yeah, I like I like it because it's just different to the normal simulation. So it's they're like fucking a, soulless, man. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. But don't you appreciate a character that's? It's like when you, it's sort of a glitch in Doom the game where they're like, and they keep walking the fence. I do like someone going like, music means nothing to me. I'm like, oh, a coding error. This is an interesting character. Coding error, coding error. I'm like, that's a fucking rare. I think those are the true NPCs, man. That's one of God's rare prototypes. Too too crazy to die, too crazy to live, whatever the fuck that guy said, that drug addict. It's like meeting someone who has had the lobotomy because you're talking to them and you think you're, you think you're oh, having a conversation it, with a normal person and then they're like, yeah, I don't really listen to music. And you're like, oh, I've been wasting my time in this discussion. Like this, this is a broken oh, man. It's a hollow, it's a kinder egg boy. Dude, I, I hunt those people because it's like um, the perfect form of comedy is Tourette's syndrome where someone just yells, suck my pussy. <laughs> randomly. And I'm like, someone that goes, music sucks. You're a whore. Is actually like all we're doing in stand-up, which is just subverting the, the matrix Mm. And uh, the status quo script, and mm. they just go like Starlight Foundation, and then you just say it's it's a fucking scam, GoFundMe scam, testicular cancer's bullshit. I mean, look what we're doing. <laughs> You're just naturally just trying to rodeo clown and bounce people off the horse just to be fun. It's fun <laughs> to go. Music sucks, don't you think? Yeah, it is fun. It's just the though those. People who genuinely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. feel oh, yeah, nothing. I, I know what you're saying. They're scary. We're doing it on purpose just to be just for a laugh. Yeah, but they're actually they're actually being genuine, which is obviously a big, a very different type of person. Because it's, it's very scary <laughs> the idea that you that there's someone because you think what else are you capable of? If you're not, if you can't hear, uh, if you can't hear something and think, oh, that's beautiful, like what else is missing? Like what could you do? You know, like yeah, you yeah. you could you could kill me, man. Like. You have no, uh, you have yeah. no concept of right and wrong. The, they're the same person. The same person that doesn't feel your pulse disappear as they strangle you. Yeah, like they tell you that they're not interested in music, and then you touch them on the arm, and they're cold. It's, oh it's not yeah, good. they're like lizard. Yeah. And then you see their eyes are all watery, <laughs> and then they tell you they invented Facebook, and you're like, oh, it's Zuckerberg. They're using eye drops all the time to keep it moist. And then they. They, they challenge you to an MMA fight. They got lizard eyes. And they keep talking about metadata or some shit. And you're like, oh, I, met, I just met Zuckerberg. Dude, what are we going to do? Because I think we should keep the episodes down to an hour. That's the new strategy. An hour 13, which is my lucky number. That's where That's the numbers That's crazy, Wolfie. It's an hour 13 right now. That's, that is... um. My lucky number, and I think like Sona, where you're trying to fish off a boat, I think at 1 hour 13 is where the Patreon numbers quadruple. <laughs> we are making so much money. Should um, we have a break? Yeah, let's take a break. I'm going to get some food. Yeah, no worries, man. Okay. That's the first step. Like and subscribe now. Okay, so. All right, come back and That five. was a bit weird. Leveraging your home. Margin personal loan. Hedged by put contracts Holding